The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is The Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a busy weekend of racing as the NASCAR Camping World Trucks, Xfinity, and Spring Cup Series would hit the track in Texas for an exciting weekend of chase racing action. We'll get things rolling with the NASCAR Camping World Trucks as the trucks took to the Texas Motor Speedway for the running of the Stripping Technology 350K. With just 10 laps to go, it would look like two-time series champ Matt Crafton was on his way to victory lane and punching his ticket to the championship round in Homestead. But as the final laps clicked away, Crafton would be hunted down by last weekend's winner, Johnny Sauter, who would get around Crafton with three laps to go, cruising to his second consecutive win in the truck series. Here's what race winner Johnny Sauter had to say post-race. Yeah, no, it was uh, phenomenal there. The guys in the pits... uh put me in position to win the race ultimately there at the end and uh, i just couldn't get going on them restarts i was on the splitter too hard and uh we drove down into turn one wide open there on that restart and the thing took off up the hill and i'm like "Uh oh this is bad so um you know we ended up losing two spots because of that but uh you know tab boyd kept saying on the radio just try to keep up momentum keep up momentum and uh spotter and uh you know, kept me calm, I guess, really, if you want to know the truth. And I just kept trying to do what I needed to do. And the tires eventually came where they needed to be. And, and I think that the guys that got in front of me there probably blew their tires up a little more than we did. And they fired off a little better. And then we were able to get them towards the end of that run. So um, all night long, our Allegiant Travel Chevy was very, very strong on long runs for sure. Um, you know, we, we started 16th. And I think by the first caution, we were up to 5th. So, um, you know, I think everybody's a little discouraged after qualifying. And I was like, yeah, we'll be all right. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would also be in Texas for the running of the O'Reilly Auto Parts Challenge. Spring Cup Series driver Brad Keselowski would dominate the event, leading over 145 laps. And, looking like he was finally going to break his dry spell, parking that number 22 discount tire Ford in victory lane for the first time this season. But, with 30 laps to go, fellow Spring Cup Series driver Kyle Larson would snatch the lead away from Keselowski on the final restart of the night as he went on to lead the final 30 laps en route to his win in Texas. With the top five dominated by Spring Cup Series drivers, Eric Jones would sneak in to come home in fourth as the highest finishing Xfinity Series regular. Here's what race winner Kyle Larson had to say post-race. But uh, yeah, today was a, a fun race. I, I couldn't fire off very good at all. I was too tight. Um, <clears throat> and I know Mike was probably getting frustrated hearing me say the same stuff on the radio all race long that I was too tight. But uh, he kept adjusting on it and, and got it better. And um, actually, once we got to clean air, I was a little bit too loose out front. So um, was worried, you know, with Brad coming behind me. I uh, wasn't sure with me being loose to fire off the run how I would be on the long run. But uh, was able to get up top and uh, get rolling up there. Was, you know, a little bit loose up top and uh, actually got loose and got into the wall one time and um, flattened my right side a little bit. Uh, or a lot of it, I'm sure he, th- he thinks. But um, it actually tightened my car up some, and I was able to be more comfortable up top there those last uh, few laps. So um, fun race there. I know Brad uh, probably had the, the best uh, car, but uh, long runs, I felt like we were pretty even, uh, maybe just a, a tick better. But uh, clean air was, was big today, and, and you know our pit crew did an amazing job to, to get our Ineos Chevy out uh, on the front row there for that final restart. And then um, Elliott Sadler gave me a heck of a push, uh, which he's done uh, all year whenever he's behind me. Uh, he helped me win. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series hit the Texas Motor Speedway for the running of the AAA 500 
100 in chase race number 8. Rain in the area delayed the start of the race several hours, but once the clouds parted and the Air Titans had the racing surface dry, race fans were treated to a night race after the final one of the year in Charlotte was rained out. Austin Dillon and Joey Logano would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag. Sunday night, the race would start under green-yellow conditions as track drivers worked on pit road, with the green flag finally flying on lap 6. The competition caution for teams to check tire wear and adjust on handling would fly on lap 30, and the first yellow for an incident on track would be for Brian Scott's spin coming on lap 110. Lap 145, Paul Menard would also go for a spin in turn 4. Menard would get loose while trying to run the top group of the track. Luckily, he would keep that number 27 out of the wall and was able to continue. Pole sitter Austin Dillon's night would take a turn for the worst. Dillon would go for a spin following contact with David Reagan. Dillon would be able to keep the car clean and return to the track with a fresh set of rubber. Lap 264, Dillon would again run into issues, this time following contact with Kevin Harvick as the two would be racing for position. Harvick would nudge Dillon coming off of turn 4, sending Dillon hard into the outside wall. Casey Mears and Brian Scott would spin while trying to avoid Dillon's number 3 car. Mears would plow through the grass, ripping off the front end of his number 13, Geico Chevrolet, as Mears and Dillon would head behind the wall for the rest of the event. We wouldn't get far into the next green flag run when caution would come out as rain returned to the speedway. The skies opened up and soaked the track, forcing NASCAR to call the race and handing Carl Edwards the win in Texas. The dominant car of the day, Joey Logano would fall one spot short of the win to come home in second after leading 178 laps Sunday night. Martin Truex Jr., Chase Elliott, and Kyle Busch would round out the top five in the AAA 500 in Texas. Edwards had a rough race last weekend in Martinsville, putting his championship hopes in jeopardy. Following tonight's win, Edwards locked his number 19 team into the championship round in Homestead. Here's what Carl Edwards had to say post-race. Well, it's, um, it's really um, an amazing team that I've got, and uh, I'm just glad to be a part of it. I appreciate Coach Gibbs letting me be a part of this and drive these race cars, and uh, and this was a really a good test for us. You know, um, we had the adversity last week. We knew what we had to do, and to be able to actually go do it is uh, is great. That was really nice, and now we know we can uh, we know we can do it. We've been through it, and we just have to go to Homestead and do it again. And and like I said then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say it again. Anything short of a championship will be a disappointment. We've got a championship caliber team, parts, cars, people, pit crew. I mean, this is. Um, you know, we need to be able to go do it. Points as NASCAR heads to Phoenix for the final chase race before we head to Homestead. Jimmy Johnson leads Carl Edwards, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, and Matt Kenseth rounds out the top five in points, sitting in the first elimination spot. Joey Logano would lead 178 laps Sunday night, only to end up coming home in second following the rain. Here's what the driver of the number 22 had to say post-race. Yeah, it was, uh, man, we had such a fast car, uh, uh, especially in the beginning of the race, I think took off and, um, you know, we drove out to, you know, six or seven second lead and, um, was feeling pretty good about it. And then, uh, you know, as the track kind of changed, we lost our handle a little bit, lost the lead, uh, kind of went all the way back to fifth. And then we got our balance better to where the car was getting going again and, um, had a, a good restart to get from fourth to second there at the end. And, um, you know, with a good pit stop before that, they got us a couple spots too. So, uh, the team did a very good job on, on, uh, executing when we needed to just, uh, um, you know, just didn't have enough to, or enough laps. <laughs> it seemed like the momentum, uh, swung the other way, uh, with about three or four laps to go for the caution came out when I started catching the 19, um, pretty rapidly and um unfortunately uh we just started raining <laughs> that was the that was the end of the race so um you know it is what it is uh you know we're we're going to be close there's a lot of a lot of cars that are going to be close going into the phoenix it's going to be entertaining it's going to be the probably the closest uh phoenix race we've ever seen so um as far as points so it's going to be uh it's gonna be a fun one for sure 
Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Can-Am 500 from the Phoenix International Raceway as I get you set up for the final chase race before we head to Homestead to crown the 2016 Spring Cup Series champion. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Can-Am 500 and the final race in the round of eight. Until then, thanks for listening and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.